You're listening to the My SBA Loan Pro Podcast, hosted by Ryan Smith, principal broker and founder of Think SBA, a one-of-a-kind loan brokerage serving small business owners and entrepreneurs in their quest to purchase real estate, acquire a business or franchise, or obtain working capital. In each episode, Ryan reveals valuable insights and best practices regarding the SBA loan program and application process. Let's get started. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to the SBA Financing Industry Update for February 2023. And this is your host of the My SBA Loan Pro podcast, your SBA Loan Pro, Ryan Smith, the only independent finance broker who dared to put SBA in his name. What I'm going to cover today are the following topics, access to capital, types of transactions, processing times, interest rates, SBA 504, and I have a special segment for prime borrowers, which I will define. And then finally, I'm going to introduce Behind the Curtain Series. That's right. Since I am the only independent SBA finance broker, who dared to put SBA in his name. I am the only one qualified to take you behind the curtain of SBA financing. I'm going to talk about all facets and everyone who touches SBA loans, including the banks, the business development officers, the business brokers, and the real estate brokers. And then finally, last but not least, my competitors, other loan brokers. But first, let's talk about access to capital. If you're in the marketplace, is it going to be easy or difficult to find SBA lending? Well, here's the answer. I've worked with several lenders over the past few months who have either shut down their conventional lending altogether or made it so difficult to qualify that nobody can actually qualify for a conventional loan. And because of that, many lenders are mitigating their risk by switching what they would typically do conventionally to SBA. So what does that mean? It means that SBA lenders are actively lending. If you're in the market to purchase real estate, refinance real estate, I don't know why you would, but if that's where you're at, yes, you can still refinance commercial real estate and buy out a partner or startup or acquire a franchise you can find lenders who are actively lending right now. Now, I will say there are a couple of different types of lenders. There are the lenders who are calling me. And let me just tell you, if lenders are calling me, that's because they aren't busy. They have capacity in their pipelines. Now, I'm working with other lenders who are hand over fist. They are busy. Their pipelines are flush. So, if you're in the market it's still a good time. But what about rates, Ryan? Hold your horses. I'll definitely get to that here in a few minutes. Next, I want to talk about types of transactions. As you had guessed, the real estate transactions are still out there. Purchases, refinances. Most of the transactions I'm seeing now are business acquisition, partner buyouts, I'm seeing ground-up construction of existing properties that they own. They bought the land. And then I'm also seeing franchise startups, expansions, 
and acquisitions. Something unique that I'm seeing in the marketplace is a boom in tenant improvement projects for lease space that include family entertainment venues. I think that's very interesting and one that I'm excited to work on. So next, processing times. Is my loan going to be quick or is it going to take forever and just drone on and on and on? I'm obviously asked this question every single time I speak with someone, how long does the loan take? Well, let me just tell you, the loans aren't taking any longer than they were last month, last year, or the year before that. In fact, many lenders have ramped up their staffing levels to accommodate the increased demand during COVID. And because of that, the processing times are running smoothly. You don't need to expect any processing delays when applying for a loan. Now I will say this, again, some lenders are flush with loans, their pipelines are log jammed, and then others have capacity. But even though that is the case, most lenders are fully staffed and ready to process your loans. Now, what you've been waiting for, what everybody asked me about, Ryan, where are interest rates? Well, unless you've been living under a rock, which I'm sure you haven't if you're listening to this podcast, currently the prime rate is 7.75%. That means that for SBA 7A lenders who live and die by the quarterly adjustable rate, the rate is prime 7.75% plus most of the time 2.75% to 3%. That's right. There's been an adjustment in the maximum spread SBA 7A lenders can charge, and that is now 3%. So most SBA 7A quarterly adjustable rates are between 105 to 10.75% for real estate, business or franchise acquisition, partner buyouts, and working capital, startup, and expansion. That's for most borrowers. Now, there is a segment of borrowers who are known as prime borrowers. And let me define a prime borrower for you. A prime borrower includes someone with great education. Number two, a great resume. Number three, the business they're buying or the business they already own if they're buying real estate is in their wheelhouse. They're good at it. They're experts. They have strong credit, no foreclosures, no short sales, no bankruptcies. They've always made their payments on time. They're about 780 and above. They have cash reserves, not too much cash reserves, but cash reserves enough to make the bank comfortable. So let me give you an example. Let's say you're buying a business for $2.5 million and you have $700,000 cash and or marketable securities. The bank will see you as a strong borrower. And then if it's a business acquisition, that business has strong cash flow in a stable industry. So it's unlikely that many restaurants will be considered prime borrowers or borrowers who are acquiring a restaurant will 
qualify for prime financing. But if you do qualify, this is the rate that you can see in the marketplace today. Now, you just heard me say that interest rates on the 7A quarterly adjustable are between 105 to 10.75%. Now, if you're a prime borrower, and this is why being a prime borrower matters. This is why people who tell me, hey, Ryan, you know, I just don't check my credit. It's foolish because you're increasing your cost to borrow. For example, I'm working here in San Diego with a local financial advisory firm. They came to me to help them find the loan to purchase their building. I put in front of them interest rates as low as 5.15%. That's right, 5.15% fixed for 25 years. That is a huge difference from a quarterly adjustable 10.5 to 10.75 interest rate. Now, let's talk business acquisitions. Again, 10.5% to 10.75%, quarterly adjustable. Who knows what's going to happen? Those are high interest rates. I just signed a term sheet with a borrower for 6.25% fixed for 10 years. That's right, fixed for the life of the loan. How was I able to source that loan for them? Because they are prime borrowers. SBA 504 rates right now. The 25-year fixed is at 6.010, and the 20-year fixed is at 5.928. This is down about 30 basis points from January. Let me give you an instance where I did use an SBA 504 loan, which I personally consider to be the third best option for owner-occupied real estate purchases. Number one option being conventional, number two, SBA 7A, and then the third, SBA 504. I was working with a doctor. She was building out a mixed-use property. She was going to live on the property, but she was also going to practice her business on the property as well. Unfortunately, she found herself caught in rising construction costs. And so what we had to do to make sure that she could build out exactly what she wanted, we had to pivot from a conventional loan to a 504. We were able to get approved for the 504, we closed the loan, and now she's on her way to building out her property. Another example, I'm refinancing a USDA loan with an SBA 504. This is for a gas station C-store that is adding a truck wash, a restaurant, etc. We're able to refinance that USDA loan, leveraging the SBA 504 to help them build out these new facilities and create additional revenue generating streams. Now, behind the curtain series. This is going to be really important. The series that I will share will be in video format, not necessarily podcast. But here's the first thing I wanted people to know about working with me. And that is this, that if you're on LinkedIn, YouTube, you're Googling SBA lenders, and you come in contact with several now SBA business development officers who have podcasts, video series, etc. Guess what? You can work with me and them if they're the best interest rate and best terms for you at no cost to you. That's right. So listen carefully. If you qualify 
for a quarterly adjustable interest rate. Right now, again, that's between 10.5 to 10.75%. You can work through me and I may take you to them. And what does that mean? That you get the best of both worlds. You get me and the lender. And let me tell you how this works. You contact me. I will act at that point as your banker. I will pre-qualify you. I will send you to the best lenders for your particular scenario. And that will include the interest rate, the terms, the processing times, access to capital, all of those so that you get the loan that you deserve. Then, when you choose the lender, typically start working with the business development officer. The business development officer takes what I provide, they send the application documents, we fill them out, we send them back. Then they're going to introduce you to their processor. And this is where you have to understand banking. Business development officers catch fish. They bring them in the boat and then they deliver them. That's what they do. They don't shepherd your loan from, like I do, from start to funding. Because their job isn't that isn't to do that. Their job is to find the loan, bring the loan in, pre-qualify the loan, and then get it into the system. So when you work with me, at first, I'm your banker. I pre-qualify you, then I'm your broker. I take you to the lenders. And here's the important part. After the BDO or business development officer has handed you off to underwriting and then ultimately a loan closer, that business development officer may vanish. Maybe not. There's some good ones out there. They'll pick up your call. They'll answer your text. They'll help you. But by and large, their role responsibility within the bank is to get back in the boat, go catch some fish, bring them in. They're going to conferences. Maybe they're doing podcasts. Maybe they're writing blog posts. Who knows what they're doing? And that's when you have me. Not only am I acting as your banker, your broker, but then your advisor. I'm there with you every step of the way. And because banks are siloed, you often don't realize that there is a difficulty or a challenge to closing your loan until it's too late, you feel anxious, and it threatens closing the loan. That's where I come in. I'm not siloed. I know the process A to Z, beginning to end, from start to funding. That's what I do. So I'm able to dredge up or bring up possible impediments to closing the loan before they ever happen. We mitigate them. Smooth sailing. You're ready to go. Thank you for listening to the My SBA Loan Pro Podcast. Be sure to like, share, subscribe, and leave a review. But most importantly, we hope you'll use this information to start your SBA loan journey today by texting or calling us at 858-762-2774 or completing our online application at mysba.pro slash app. That's mysba.pro forward slash app. We look forward to working with you.